My name is Owen Flynn and welcome to episode 49 of the Trail Running Ireland podcast, sponsored by Jason Kyo Therapy Sports and Injury Clinic. For our special guest slot this week, we're about to chat with a runner who has lit up the mountains this year. Jennifer Elvin has five wins to her name already, and sure, we're only, what, halfway through 2022. She's about to represent Ireland in the European Championships, and she has won races in the Haute Winter League. She won in Les Fernandes. She won in Mullamine. She was second in the Wicklow Way half. She won the trials for the European Championships, and she also won the Haute Summer League as well. Now, this looks like Jennifer's first year racing on the mountains as she doesn't have any results on Imra for before 2022 so I for one am very interested to hear Jennifer's story. Jennifer a real pleasure to have you on the show and I'm sure you're looking forward to um, a very interesting two weeks ahead now as you begin to wind down for I believe your first championship cap with Ireland you had a great result there a couple of weeks ago with the team over in France and now you're about to get ready to go to La Palma in Spain yeah hello um yeah it's really exciting um looking forward to the big event in La Palma and I think all the work is kind of done now so the next two weeks should be pretty straightforward and just get to the start line feeling fit and strong and healthy Brilliant. Well, it, it looks like you're in great shape. You had a great run, as we said, there in France in the trail, the Gare Don, I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. First uh, Irish lady home. But before we we, we talk about your, your current incredible forum, Jennifer, in 2022, where you've you racked up, I think, five race wins out of six on the mountain so far this year um, you're actually a very experienced runner and you've been having great results on the roads for the last 10 years so maybe before we talk about your your conquest of the mountains in, in 2022 maybe for those of you uh, those of us that don't know you as well um, could you tell us about your 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 athletics career to, to date outside of the mountains maybe yeah so I guess I don't really think of myself as having an athletic career because I feel like I've just dotted around between different things. But um, I didn't run as a juvenile at all. I started running when I was like 26. And I just because I, I moved to London and I thought that gyms were <laughs> really expensive. So I decided to join a running club there and kind of find myself in a group training for marathons. And after about three months of training with this group and I wasn't signed up to a marathon, I thought maybe, maybe I should sign up to a marathon and do one. And then that sort of kicked off the first, the first of many years of marathon running. And then I think about six years into that, I got started to get a little bit fed up of the solo training and all the long running. So I joined a club that, did, that concentrated a bit more on sort of middle distance stuff. And I was living in Paris at that time. And um, so that was, that was really good. That was, I guess my first introduction to proper training, proper coaching and training with a group and in a group environment. And I, I progressed a lot at yeah. then, but it was during the pandemic. So didn't really get to race much in that. And okay. then- and, and you've, you've had a couple of you've had a couple of great marathon results. And um, from what I could see online, Jennifer, you've gone under three hours, the magical three hour mark, I think is it yeah. four times? You went yeah. 
Yeah, four times. So I, I've done eight marathons and every every time they PB'd. But they wow. got, <laughs> but they got, they got yeah, but they got harder and harder to PB. <laughs> so the, yeah, it, it was strange. Like the even though I felt like I'd worked harder and trained better and trained smarter, you know, I came out with maybe like a 40 second PB or something at the over the last couple. So definitely got harder as they went on. And what was that range, Jennifer? What was your first marathon? Uh, I mean, what's your PB at now? Yeah, my first was 312 and my, my best was 253. 253, okay, yeah. very good. Uh, and I said, you know, to get extra seconds and even minutes when you're at that top end, it, it just gets harder and harder, doesn't it? it you're, oh, you're, yeah. you're trying to look at new training strategies. And I, I remember talking to Gary Cross and I think one race a, a couple of years ago now, and he was talking about how he tried so many different marathon approaches and it just got to the stage where he just, he, he was running just 220, 220, 221, 222, yeah. 220 all the time. And he just found it hard to, to make a big push through after that. So yeah, may, may, maybe if you go back to the roads after um, this, this uh, holiday in the mountains, you never know. Yeah, I kind, I kind of wish somebody had said, just like, take a few years out, go back and do shorter distance stuff and then come back to the marathons later. Um, but, but I was enjoying it and I got a lot of, had a lot of fun from doing it. So yeah, um, I don't regret I, it, but it was hard. <laughs> yeah. And um, what would you say? your your favorite marathon was or maybe favorite marathon and then favorite race over that 10-year road running um, yeah, period I, I did London marathon I think it was three times and I, I loved London marathon um I think partly because a lot of my non-running friends were there to to support and my parents were across and it's just such a such a brilliant atmosphere and I think the year that I ran 259, like I knew, I knew I was going to do it. I, I knew from like, well, at sort of a 20 mile mark, I knew that it was on, I was going to do 259. So that was a really nice feeling to finish it yeah. strong and, and under control and comfortable. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that's, that's really, really hard to beat in terms of the marathons. Yeah. And maybe outside of the marathons, is there any race that stands out I think you've got down to 36 minutes and 10k yeah that was 20 and a half yeah the 36 and 10k was a big one for me because that was a distance that I always kind of struggled with I was always marathon training when I did those sort of races and finally I kind of felt like I'd had a little bit of a breakthrough but I, I had been training um on the shorter stuff for about a year before that and we a group of us went just at the end of 2020 to Madrid so everywhere was locked down, but we managed to get to Madrid and do this new, yeah. new Year's Eve race. And yeah. yeah, that that was really that was really good. That was really memorable. Partly because it was twenty twenty, and also because it was uh, it was it did feel like a bit of a breakthrough on the shorter stuff. Yeah, and um, b- before we maybe get to the joy of running in the mountains this year, Jennifer, what what is it, or what was it that that you loved about training for the marathons and that you know drive to keep on getting better and better where, where did the drive come from or is it just a love of competition and and trying to get better and better yeah I, th- I think there's definitely like you get hooked after your first marathon you either I think you either get hooked on it or you say never again and I definitely was hooked and I I actually I loved the training process so you know I always got to the start of a marathon race and no matter what way the marathon went, I, I, you know, I'd love the process. I'd love the training for it. Um, so 
I think, and I think that's you need to because it, it takes a huge amount out of your out of your life, out of your day to to marathon train at that sort of level. So, yeah. um, yeah, I don't. And it was a competition with yourself. It didn't really matter what was going on around you and what other people were were running. It was it was just about competing with yourself. Yeah, well, well, and then tell us then after enjoying the marathons and enjoying some great races on the roads. Um, I remember I, I saw you think grab a third place in the the famous Clonliffe Harriers two mile road oh, race yeah. as well. But there's a lovely photograph of you online yeah. getting third place there. So lots of great memories on the roads and lots of great results. But then this year in 2022, all of a sudden there, there's a new kid on the block. <laughs> who's winning races left right and center um and when I, I i didn't really know you and i remember just in one of the recent episodes i was talking about barry barry mcavoy's winning streak and then someone said to me oh well you know jennifer's after doing the same as well in the ladies races i said oh who's jennifer and then i kind of looked you up and i saw all these yeah clicked on your name on the Imre website and Saw five wins out of six, yeah. an incredible set of results. Um, so maybe to take it step by step, what was it that brought you into the into the mountains for twenty twenty two? Yeah, so I so I I've never lived in Ireland in my adult life. You know, I went away to university, I worked away, and then last year I decided to leave my job and I came back to Ireland last summer, and I've gone back to do a master's in Dublin. So I'm I'm living in Dublin and I've, I've really. You know, it's really accessible to get the Emra races, and I always, I always liked doing trail trail races. I did maybe one every year for a few years. I had planned to do a lot more in in France last summer and the summer before, but COVID changed changed those plans. Mm. So just being accessible to the Emra races in Dublin gave me the sort of kick to to go and try them. And I did the Hoth Winter race in January, I think it was, and it was just fantastic. Like I've never, I've never experienced races where people are just so friendly and the atmosphere is, is just excellent. And, you know, the camaraderie that's there is, oh, it's just, just amazing. So mm. they really, they got their claws in and <laughs> I kind of just kept going back and doing more and more races. And then I found out about some of the trials races that were happening. So I thought, well, I might as well give them a go. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so far, yes, yeah, it's, it's all worked out really well and i'm pretty pretty happy with the decision to, to to move across and do some more of the mountain races this year sure have you found um you've had to change your training approach over the last six months to to be able to race on the mountains and um, i'm sure you had this incredible strong aerobic base from your marathon training the speed is there as well and i think as we know on the mountains all the top runners have very good speed as well so you had those two things did you find the the technical aspects of mountain running higher than any way yeah like i i've tried to keep the speed in as much as i can um, the technical, like I, like I'm an okay descender, but I'm definitely not the best of, of descender. Like I'm a much better uphill runner. Um, so I, so like I am practicing that a bit more, I suppose. Um, I do kind of change my my long runs are no longer just on most weeks. They're not generally just flat, slow runs. Like I'll try and do them in the mountains or in the hills, and try and sort of do some more technical terrain just so that I can get more um, comfortable with it. Uh, but that's that's really the big change and then I've I I don't have a running coach so I've kind of just 
figured it out for myself and that's been quite good to be flexible about it um yeah. but I do have a strength and conditioning coach so he's added in quite a lot of stuff that probably helps a bit more with the uphill stuff particularly um and some more stabilization stuff for 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 downhill as well so yeah I, you know there's there's we we adaptations but not nothing too major that's changed really yeah um what would a typical training week look like for you jennifer maybe not this week and next week because you're beginning to taper down for the european championships but say if we go back maybe two or three weeks ago when you're yeah when you're really in kind of the training block to get ready for la palma and what would a seven day period look like for you yeah, so that this year I've I've been quite lucky that I've I've jumped into a few different groups for some of their either their track sessions or grass sessions. I go up to Clonliffe Harriers sometimes, and then at the University Athletics Club have a have a session as well. That sometimes I would do. So typically I do maybe like one track session, one grass session a week, like grass sort of reps, and then a longer run at the weekends and my easy days are really easy <laughs> i do quite a lot of double days maybe a morning and an evening run but it's all really really low heart rate yeah i'm, I'm sure people look at my strava and think like, why is she running so slow but yeah it, it seems to kind of work for me so and when you say really low what what's really low for you jennifer like, like what's your zone one pipe zone for those easy runs? um so those like those easy runs i'm running sort of between 125 and 130 and i'm trying to keep it under 130 yeah um, well it, it's it's great to hear because i think it's such a common mistake isn't it that so many people end up running you know three or four or five times a week yeah up in their middle zone three up in the 150s and in the 160s and and it's very hard to have the self-control and the patience yeah. and i so think it's I think okay the, to be in 120s and low 130s yeah i think looking back like that's that was my downfall for the marathon training um and i didn't know at the time like i, I was doing you know every every run was was too quick really well even if it was an easy run um and and that caught up with me after after a few years that caught up with me for sure yeah and then say those uh track sessions on the flat i think this is very interesting that you're still doing those flat speed sessions even though you know you're racing along in the mountains are they 200s 400s 1ks Uh, it's a bit of a a mix like it, it just depends on the week and i don't because i'm I'm kind of jumping into sessions with other people quite a lot of time. I kind of just go with what they're doing and, and, you know, I'm not running track sessions at the speed I was running maybe a year or two ago. And if I try to compare them, I get really disappointed because, but, but then I was training for track, you know, I was training with a middle distance group, so I can't be expecting to run those sorts of times. Um, but yeah, there's a really real mix between sort of 800s, 1k, not not that often that I'm doing 200s or, or really short stuff, but maybe right. now coming up to a race, I would do some sharper stuff. Sure. And then is there a specific mountain hill session that you would do maybe at the weekends? Um, no, not really. I kind of have certain routes that I try to do. And over the last sort of six weeks or so, I've tried to do a few routes that are kind of replicating what I'm going to do in La Palma. So get sort of longer sustained uphill and downhill and uh, try to try to just get used to that sort of sustained effort. So yeah. that's uh, that's kind of what I've been doing over the last maybe six weeks or so. 
Yeah. What was it? You, you mentioned Lapau Man. Uh, talk to us about how you how you feel going over to to represent Ireland. And um, you had your first experience, and it was a very successful first experience in, in the trail, the Garlagan, in the in the um, Celtic International, the Celtic International. And yeah. um, the team got the gold medal. Yourself and Sophie Davy and Sarah Brady. And um, it was a great performance from you. It's going to be harder over in La Palma. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but what are your maybe expectations and thoughts about the, the European Championships? Uh, like I'm really, I'm really excited to go. Um, I think more than anything, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see, you know, where I stack up against some really good competition, because I've, I've not, I've not ran against any of these girls before. Um, so. You know, in terms of expectation of placings or something, I, I have no idea at all. But I want to go and ha- and give it a good, give it my best effort, and you know, run smart and be competitive. And if I can feel like I finish and have been competitive and 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 ran it well, then then I'll be pretty happy. But I just have no idea placings or where I should be in amongst it or not. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um. Who else is on the eighteen k team? Which is Jennifer? Do you know? Yeah. So I think it, I think it's Rasheen Howley, um, Edel Monaghan, and then I think Sarah McCormick as well is doing. Okay. Well, yeah. You're, you're in, so it's, you're I think we have a good team. Company. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good strong team. Very yeah. very good strong team. And um, well, listen, we, we wish you all the very best in La Palma. And I suppose maybe post La Palma, Jennifer, what what are your thoughts in the future I know that that's a big race that you have to do first and I'm sure you're not thinking much beyond that but can you see yourself staying on the hills and the mountains for a couple of years especially if you're winning everything (laughs) or or would you like to go back to the marathon and maybe go for a sub 250 and you know run run some championship races with with Finn Valley I know you're you're a proud member of Finn Valley I'm sure too yeah, I, I don't really know what I'll end up doing. I think um, I have to kind of be realistic about what my lifestyle can be. I, I'll finish the Masters now in September and then I'll be looking for a job and moving somewhere. So I don't know where I'll end up. And if it's somewhere that allows me to run in the mountains, then yeah, for sure, that will be that will be number one choice. But if it's somewhere that doesn't really make that very accessible, then then I'll be going back to the roads and doing the mountains the odd time, but maybe concentrating yeah. on the roads. But I, have, I think I have to kind of be practical about what actually I can do, depending on where I end up living and working. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know it, it was very similar what happened to me. As the listeners know, I live over in Las Palmas in Gran Canaria. And as you'll see yourself in two weeks' time, the Canary Islands, um, it, it's a real hub of trail and mountain running. So when I first moved over here before I was a track runner, very much a road runner. And then just when I moved over here, I had trails all around me, really. And I was able to concentrate on the mountains for, for yeah. a number of years, you know. Um, so it, it does depend where you are and at what stage of your life you are, whether you're on the roads and the mountains. Um, well, what type of work do you do, Jennifer? What are you doing your master's in? In case anybody's listening and they want to give one of Ireland's yeah. best runners a job in a month or two. Yeah, so I'm doing something that's, I guess, very topical. So I'm doing a master's in energy science at Trinity. So I, I came from a background of working in the energy industry as a mechanical engineer. So now it's more into the, the science side of things and looking at particularly at renewable energies. So hopefully there will be job opportunities. There should be. 
I just, uh, I guess I need to decide what sort of area I want to go into uh, within it. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Brilliant. Well, well listen, Jennifer, th thanks a million for talking to us today. Um, good luck to yourself and all the team in two weeks' time. And maybe just one final question if I can ask you, Jennifer. You, you've had great success on the mountains and you've, you've touched on a couple of the, the reasons maybe why. And for, for listeners that are listening in who, who would love to move up the rankings in their mountain races that they're doing in their Emma races, is there any standout tip? that you would give to people that if you had to know maybe five or six years ago about running in general, what you could pass on to them? Yeah, I, th I think it's, there's a lot to be said for like running your easy days really easy, but then for your hard sessions, really, really work hard in your hard sessions. I think there's, there is a lot to be said for that sort of 80, 20 rule. Yeah. Um, and also as a female, I think the strength and conditioning it makes a huge difference like I, I feel so much better having done about a year of really good uh, SNC work yeah and I think that's, um, uh, for that type of work do, do you think Jan, do you need to be in a gym with a qualified SNC coach for that or I, are the type of exercises you can do at home with body weight with tables and chairs with whatever you might yeah. have at home yes so for me I have an SNC coach and and I love it. You know, I go into the gym and I know what I need to do and I feel really confident about doing it. So, and it, but, but I guess that comes with the cost and there is the sort of affordability side of that. But I think if you can do it, then you get an SNC coach, do it properly, get somebody that really is interested in, in running and will give you a good program that, you know, will, you can feed back on and be really communicative with because it, it, does make a huge difference you know and in terms of performance is one thing but injury prevention is and consistency is just worth so much yeah absolutely okay listen great tips jennifer and it's a real pleasure to talk to you today and uh myself and Rennie will be over in that palma cheering you on for, at the start line and the finish line in two weeks time great see you there Thank okay you. thanks for jennifer take care There we have it for this week, guys. A big thank you to Rene and Jennifer for joining us. What a competitor Jennifer is. I'm sure she will go very, very well in La Palma. Thanks again to Jason Kyo for sponsoring the show this month. And do give Jason a shout if you have any niggles or injury worries. And especially if you are close at all to the M50, as Jason's clinic is located in Belgard. Very, very handy to get to. Everybody, enjoy your training over the next while. Train smart. Everyone, get your running gear on. Let's go.